0: Welcome to the podcast, People of the Book. I'm your host, Meryl Ain. We're proud to be part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. We chat with authors and storytellers in thought-provoking and intimate interviews, all with a Jewish twist. On today's program, I'm delighted to welcome Jackie Hers. Jackie was born in London shortly after the end of World War II to a family of Jewish refugees who fled Hitler's Europe. When she was eight, her parents divorced and her mother left London to go and live with her own parents who had already immigrated to New York. So coming to America to be with her mother was her childhood's lifelong dream. And because letter writing was the only way to communicate with her mother at the time, writing became an integral and necessary part of her life from that very early age. Her debut novel, Circumference of Silence, published in July 2021, draws on her family's memories as Jews in Europe under Hitler and their refugee experiences, first in London during the Second World War and later on in New York. She has also been published in the Metropolitan Diary and the New York Times. She is a member of the Women's Fiction Writers Association and the Women's National Book Association. So welcome, Jackie.
1: Thank you, I, you, Meryl.
0: Thank you. I, I've read A Circumference of Silence, and I have to agree with the more than 630 ratings and reviews on Amazon, which describe the book with such accolades as powerful, poignant, deeply moving, exceptional, exquisitely written. It's all that and more. Well,
1: thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: you. So, you're welcome. So, to begin with, would you give us a brief summary of *A Circumference of Silence* uh, for our listeners who haven't read the book yet?
1: Uh, sure. Um, it is. Um, it is based on my family's experiences um, during World during uh, before actually before uh, World War II, and then later on. Um, it the um, the story is that the the, the daughter. Uh, goes to her mother's apartment after her mother has died to clear it out and um, she comes across a bunch of letters um, that her mother has been writing to her over some years um, explaining her life and so the book goes it, it alternates between the mother's point of view which is in the first person and as a letter and the daughter who then is in third person close point of view who um, who contemplates about the letters and then it it kind of midway switches to more of her life and and how it all affected her, um, and and that's that's in very short that's what it is about. Yeah. Yes. So. For
0: me, the book rings very true. On on one hand, it reads like a memoir, and I had to keep reminding myself uh, that it was, in fact, fiction. Um, I'm wondering how how
1: autobiographical is it? Um, well, it's a lot of it is based on on true stories, but um, it it. So it's, it's not completely autobiographical, but there is definitely very, uh, it's definitely based on, on, uh, on stories that have actually, I've heard, um, um, but um, I don't know, my husband would say it was 75% autobiographical, but I, or based on stories, but I, I, I'm not sure that that's really true either. Um, certainly they went through those, um, those times, um, Certainly my parents got divorced and um and certainly so that part of you, it you I You were actually
0: separated from your mother until you were a teenager. You yes. lived with your father? Yes.
1: I live with my father. That was true. Um she would come to London once a year, or we would go away for a vacation once a year. Um And yeah, that was that my both parents got remarried. My mother here in New York, my my father in London. Um, So, yeah, that part of it is true.
0: So uh, that must have been difficult for um, for you. And I'm wondering what what inspired you to to want to write about it? Um, Was there any particular impetus?
1: Um, I don't I don't think so. I, I was trying to think about this last night because i figured this question would come up and I, and i and I, the thing is i was going back into my kind of my 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 life my writing life let's say and um well i i had i i i i went back to school back to college um, when i was 30 30 i think 30 and uh, or 33 actually and um i decided to um to major in creative writing. Uh-huh. And so, and I had, I actually had wonderful teachers all through. I went to the University of Bridgeford, I had really wonderful teachers. And, um, and I guess what, you know, what I started writing about was actually my, more my father's side of the, of the story. Um, and, um, but And then I started writing about my own side of the story. And then I realized that my own side of the story isn't really isn't isn't complete enough. I mean, it really it's it's the end result, sort of not the not the whole story. And so that's what made me go back and and try and figure out how to put the whole thing together, uh, which took me a very long time. Um, so, yeah, but you never
0: considered writing it as as a memoir?
1: No, because um I really well, first of all, i I didn't know enough concretely to write as a memoir I mean I know my own story Mm -hmm. um and uh, you know I and I write in the book about memory being so elastic I mean there's no way to know I felt if it were if it were a memoir it would really have to be true to those stories and there was no way that I could do that Um, I I just I couldn't do that so
0: yeah, I, I I understand that. i'm I'm curious though, did your mother really leave you all those letters or 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 were those made up too?
1: And those, yeah, those those were made up. I, I had to fit, yeah, those were definitely made up. I had to figure out a way in which to have her tell her stories. And um, you know, I thought, oh well, she could be lying on her deathbed and telling, you know, her daughter the oh, stories. Oh. And but then I thought that that doesn't sound right. And um, so I, the only way I could really figure out doing it so that you know so that the voices were different—that uh, mm-hmm. was the other thing I wanted to make sure that they were different—was um, to have her write the letters and and obviously be first person. So she's she is the one who's telling her stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you did a great
0: job. I, I thought the answer to that was going to be that you found some letters, at least. I I, I You did a great job with your no. mother. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a few little notes here that she wrote for me, you know, but and when she knew I was writing this, this book, you know, years and years and years ago. So, but that's it. Nothing, nothing really concrete.
0: So, so did you correspond with your mother? You said you only saw her once a year? I yeah, know. we... Yeah, we, we wrote letters. letters. Oh, but yeah. not, not these letters, okay. No,
1: not these letters, no. And what was she writing to a, you know, eight, 10, 12-year-old child, you know? No, uh, that was just, um, you know, letters, how are you? And, you know, everything is fine. That's kind of thing, that's ML letters in the day. Um, I, I saw um,
0: in your bio that you attended boarding school in England Uh, I was just wondering uh, what was what was that like um
1: actually uh I really I really liked it I I was there for three years from 13 to 16 and then I came to the states and um I really liked it I I had a good time (laughs) surprisingly enough yeah it was it was a it was a it wasn't a very strict boarding school in uh, strict English boarding school or strict English girls boarding school, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really have a uniform, which was kind of unusual. Um, and um, uh, actually, the school has just has just uh, finished. It's done, and which is really kind of sad. And they've got a, a Facebook page from that school, so people are writing in and taking you know taking pictures and stuff like that. But uh, it was it was good. And the other thing for me personally was that i wasn't living with either parent so for me it was a relief i wasn't i i don't know if you can understand that but it was i was you know i had one parent here one parent there and i was on my own and for me that was a great relief
0: well i would imagine and and that you felt very very torn uh between the the two parents you know living with your father and having your mother uh so far away. So I, I guess, you know, you were sort of equalized in the, in the boarding school. Nobody, nobody was living with parents at that time. Everybody was living, um, at the boarding school. Um, right. So what, what was that like though? Just being, you know, in an age before, um, you, you know, transatlantic phone calls were, prohibitively expensive there right. was no internet you know there was no way of really um communicating uh the way we do now uh, um what 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 was that like and and how did you feel when you were finally reunited with your mother in new york when you were 16
1: um well it it felt really good to be reunited with her Um, and then of course that's that, you know, I came at 16 and I mean, we hadn't lived together since I was eight. And so, um, there were a whole set of new problems coming up after that. Um, but, um, it was, I mean, it was, it was great. It was, it was, um, it was what I had longed for, for all those years. I wanted to come and live with her and, uh, and my father, Uh, refused to let me come for whatever Mm. reason um probably anger with her I don't know but Mm. uh he and uh and perhaps he thought that I wouldn't be as well taken care of or um or they weren't financially um I I don't know you know so
0: yeah one so one of the themes in your book and and there were so many Uh, themes in your book um the holocaust children of divorce uh death and emotion um and then of course there's the the mother-daughter relationship which is which is very important uh so i i I believe you have a short excerpt you'd like to share about this and then we'll talk about it um okay Mm -hmm.
1: okay Um, Okay, so this is uh, from the mother's point of view. Um, she's She's writing to her daughter. But truly, you reminded me, hadn't we been on such separate paths, you and me? What you'd wanted, you said, what you were so desperate for, now that you lived here with me, was to settle down and be immersed in your new life. You wanted to conform, not be the little English girl with the accent everybody loved to listen to. How could I not have understood? Indeed, I think now, as I write to you, how could I not have remembered wanting to fit in or wanting to feel in charge of my own life? You remember I was only just 12 in 1939 when we fled Germany. War broke out shortly after we arrived in England. Then Opa, detained as a friendly enemy alien, had been shipped off to the Isle of Man, leaving poor Oma and me alone in our flat in London. And when the bombs began to fall, I got shipped off too in a mass evacuation of school children And was sent to a foster home in the countryside. Here was an opportunity I'd thought then to grow to be somebody but my ideas were thwarted almost immediately when I realized that a refugee girl, especially a Jewish one, was considered a second-class citizen. Many parallels govern our lives, yours and mine, I realize, but sitting across from you at lunch that day I had no answer for you except to say I'd had certain built-in expectations for our mother-daughter relationship mostly based on making up for lost time. The waitress came to clear the empty salad plates from my table. We took a last swallow from our wine glasses and ordered cappuccinos and an apple tart to share for dessert. Lost time, you insisted, could never be made up. Maybe that's true, I said, a terrible feeling of sadness washing over me. And as though we'd reached a dead end, we stopped talking and let our memories recede into the bare whiteness of the cleared tabletop. that's that's
0: beautiful. And you know, you're, as I said, um a lot of um, people have commented on how um really beautiful your 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 writing is. um what what does this ex- excerpt mean to you? Why um did you why did you um, choose it? And I, I let me just so you <clears throat> you lived in, with your father. In England then you went to boarding school then um when you were 16 you came um to New York right
1: right right
0: did you live
1: well, in the, Qu- did you live in I Queens? lived in yep we lived in Kew Gardens okay um, so
0: I mean I'm I'm from Queens also <laughs> I think that's quite a culture shock <laughs> coming from London and an English boarding school to right Queens um so uh, um why don't you just say tell us what that was like and then we'll we'll get back to the the excerpt I mean that must have been
1: well it it it, it was but I was just so um wanting to soak everything up and become part of everything you know part I mean there was um uh the park um Forest Hill Park was it Forest Hill Park I think it's Forest Hill Park Mm -hmm. which was um It was uh, bordered by Metropolitan Avenue. I don't know if you know that area at all. Anyway, it was a a park and all the kids hung out at the park. The boys played basketball. The -hmm. girls sat around that, you know, there were picnic tables there, you know, big concrete picnic tables. And we would, you know, play the, I think it was WABC at the time with all the rock music. Mm -hmm. Um, And we would dance and we would sing and, you know, they had not heard anybody my age with an English accent, so I became kind of like the, you know, I, it was very easy for me to become in, involved with all these kids and to be part of their group, and um, and that's what was most important to me. Being with my mother was fine, great, but I really wanted to be, you know, I really wanted to have my own social life, so so we had a little bit of a problem with that but other than that, <laughs>
0: well, all um, teenagers do right
1: <laughs> yeah exactly and and i guess what the, you know they were my my stepfather uh was kind of tough my but um mm-hmm. I, I, what they expected was that i would be hanging around with my mother because i'm finally with my mother and my that's what they wanted and you know and they didn't really think it through that you know a teenager is a teenager no matter what and that's who they want to hang out with, and um, so I think that 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 caused a bit of a, of a friction. But it, it, but for me, it was good. And then I, I the school I went to was Q Forest, mm-hmm. which <laughs> which fortunately Trump left before I got there. Oh, um, he went there. Oh, he did. Yeah, he go
0: to military school. He yeah a, after
1: yeah. after Q Forest. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. It was a small. It was a very tiny private school. Yeah, I in, actually, in, one
0: of my friend's sisters went there, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And yeah, so I was there for my junior, well, junior I came at my junior year. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that was, uh, that was, you know, I mean, it was fine. All of that was fine. And I, you know, I just, I was just so happy to be here, I think. And uh, I, there were certain f- freedoms I felt here that I didn't have in London or didn't yeah. feel yeah. you you
0: mentioned that your um, mother had and stepfather had certain expectations and there were things that you wanted to do i think that you touch on that um in in the excerpt and certainly i think all parents have expectations but their children have different ones so you you have two daughters i was wondering um how has your own experience impacted um the way you raised your own daughters, and um, talk about about the mother daughter relationship a little bit about parents' expectations and 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 other uh, issues with the mother daughter relationship.
1: Wow, um, that's a very huge question. <laughs> okay, well, break um, it up, just <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I, I, um, you know, I think well throughout my childhood, I was, for me, uh, my a mother was somebody far away and somebody I was longing to be with. And mm-hmm. I really didn't, I really didn't know her. Um, and I didn't really know why she'd left. Um, and every time she came to visit, it was, it was a treat beyond treat. Um, and when I came here, well, as I said, I was more, you know, I really just wanted to be, I wanted this to be my life. So it had to, I had to fit into everything. And she, um, and as far as um, it, I don't know how it really related to to me being a mother. I think um, um, I, I do don't think, know.
0: Do you think? Do you think? Um, you know, the fact that that she was carrying that, um, you know, the trauma of of, of the Holocaust um, with her and what her family um, had experienced. They had to. Uh, flee Germany do, do you think that that had um, an impact on on her and and how she uh, related to you now, I you had you didn't have any siblings right
1: no I do I do, oh, do. I have I have yes I have um, I have a sister a real sister and I have a half brother, uh, my mother's my mother's son with my stepfather, who mm-hmm. is ten years younger than I am. And I have a half sister who uh, my with my my father and stepmother, um, who is almost twelve years younger than I am. Um, so
0: biological,
1: my sister, oh, yeah, yeah, you my, your biological sister, yeah, your biological sister, yeah. She she lives in Leeds. Um, my my both sisters live in England, and my brother lives actually in in Florida and New York. Um, so.
0: Was the bio the biological sister lived with your father as well?
1: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And um, yeah, and she always, she always tells me that, uh, you know, I was I was the rebellious one. I and and I was the oldest, so I you know I was four years older than her, so I was the rebellious one. She saw that and decided not to be. She decided to uh, make sure that everything was calm and good and um that that her you know that there would be no ruffles in her life such as there were in mine so um,
0: do you think that writing the book um helped you to deal uh with with some of those things uh or any unresolved issues uh, you know have had the,
1: uh, I, you know i i i'm not really sure um i think i th- what it it actually did for me more than anything else was um, make me realize that um, there was more to my mother than I had ever really thought about when she was living, that she actually um, managed her life really well considering everything that was was against her. Um, And um, so I came out with a different feeling about her, I think more than anything else, Um, a more positive feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. now we were talking about the mother-daughter <clears throat> relationship the the thing that that I thought about um from the excerpt and and from the book and just from reading and life and everything is that um parents just have uh, expect certain things parents grow up in a different world than their children um, right grow up in so I I, I think that, you know, at, at some point, parents just have to say, you know, my, my children are entitled to live their own lives and make their own choices. I made, I made my own choices. Um, so, um, you know, sometimes there's, there, there, there are issues, um, with that. Um, so did, did writing the, the book, um, help you to, to deal with, with any, um, unresolved issues that you may have had?
1: Um, I think what it did was, um, I think in the end, I think, I kind of think, oh, wow, I that really, all of that really happened to me because as I was going through it, um, I, it, it never felt, it did and it didn't feel really horrible. If, and I don't know how to explain it, but writing it down, um, made me realize that you know that, that that my childhood was really not a very good childhood and I, I, and i don't know how i don't know how else to explain it it, it it's it's kind of because you know, you're looking at it obje- i'm looking at it now objectively because i can i can look read it read what i've written and and i and i realize that um it was that certain things needn't have happened the way they did and uh so that, that that's that's what I, I sort of come away with and and the fact that my mother was actually a very strong woman, yeah um which I, I would have never thought originally, I would have never thought.
0: well, do do you do you think the 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 weight of of the holocaust was was somehow because they say that, you know, um, the 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 children um of those who experienced it um, carry that? trauma. Do you think that 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 um, influenced you Mm -hmm. and and how?
1: Um, How? Well, I'm um, feeling very conscious of it, perhaps feeling very um, nervous about anti Semitism, especially as it's coming up now again, Mm -hmm. or resurfacing somehow, um, more strongly. Um, How else? I, you know, I, I, it almost feels like in a way you belong to a certain club, which kind of sounds kind of silly, but um, you know, if you hear of somebody else who's been, who's also, whose parents also came through that, you, you kind of, there's a, there's an immediate um, um, recognition or an immediate bond with that, with that person. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, Um, but definitely, You know, they, I mean, and, you know, uh, uh, when I came, after I came to the States and after, you know, I, I, I was married and had kids and, you know, we would have these um, get togethers for whatever, whatever, all that, they were always at my house. Mm-hmm. And at, at the time there were four widows, the, the my mother, my husband's mother, um, his aunt and another aunt. And all of them were, had originally come from Germany. And they had all gone through it. Um, Mm -hmm. None of them through uh, with a concentration camp or anything like that. It was just um, that they had all escaped in time, and uh, Mm -hmm. so their lives had been disrupted. And um, and they would tell the you know they always get together and tell these stories. Um, And and that's sort of how it just kind of it was always that way. It was just um, it always came up. It was always part of our family. family legacy I guess they
0: they always talked about it yeah I you know so I think there you know there's that piece um to your story but yet I feel that there is something even more uh, more universal about the story you're telling that you've told in in the book um, and I was wondering um what's been the reaction of readers to circumference of silence and and who does the book resonate with
1: um well
0: I, think I with a I lot mean, of people you have you have a, a lot of comments not, on Amazon.
1: <laughs> right. Um I, I, it's, it seemed to re- resonate with, with all kinds of people. I don't think necessarily um all Jewish, although I think mostly Jewish, I, I, mm-hmm. I would think. But um, um I, I think there were there were some other non Jewish um there was um, um, a woman who um, who's, who originally came from Germany, or her family was from Germany, but they were not they were not Jewish, and she was she just loved my book. Um, mm-hmm. um, I don't know.
0: Okay, because I th- I think you know there it's it's a specific story, but there is much in it that is that is universal. Um, so, Jackie, how how long did it take you to write the book?
1: Uh, (laughs) Um, I would say I started writing short stories or little bits and pieces in the 1980s.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Right. It took me a very long time and I have a very funny story to tell about all of that. I, I, Well, I graduated finally from the University of Bridgeport with my creative writing degree Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so and then I started going to writers conferences and I went to one at Manhattanville College and it was a weeks-long conference and my teacher or mentor whoever it was whoever however she wanted to call herself um was um and I've suddenly gone blank um Anyway, it'll come back to me who she was. Okay. And she said to me, she said, and I'm, you know, we're going over my writing. And she said to me, you can't write that. That's not your story. And she comes from, she was originally from Vienna. She was on child, uh, kinder transport to England. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh my God, I can't think of her name. Anyway, um, she, um, and I thought to myself, wow, um, you know, maybe she's right. I can't write. I, I mean, I somehow or another, I needed to figure out a way in which to write the story so that the story was not only me re- recording or reporting on what had happened to these people, because every, you know, I mean, you can go to a history book and 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 see that. Yeah. And I had to figure out a way in which those stories would resonate with me, or how they how they affected me, how I how they were part of my story as well. And that's so that's what took me a long time to figure out. Um, so, you know, I had written bits and pieces way back then, and then, um, I, I can't remember when I finally got the book put together and then, and then, you know, from there, but it was a long time. So, so what's your, what's
0: your writing process like? Do you, do you write in, in, uh, one particular room? Do you write at a certain, um, time of day for, um, a, a certain number I, of hours I mean how how do you are you disciplined are you undisciplined I'm just curious about that
1: um it, it kind of depends on where I am in my life at the moment uh-huh. or what's going on in my life I should say uh-huh. so uh-huh. I try to be I have my own room um uh-huh. to write in and um I, I'm very much of a of a well first of all I'm a pantser the other thing is that I I go back over stuff to rewrite because I, I just, you know, I, I read it, reread it and rewrite it as I go along. Um, and that's yeah. the way I go. So it's a very, very slow process for me. Um, and uh, and I try to do, I try to write, I try to write every day, not necessarily at the same time every day, um, but I do try to come to it every day. So um, I, I'm curious,
0: uh, couple of things i i see that you and your husband peter uh launched and sold three companies i was wondering if um used your writing skills um during that time uh and um when did you first decide you wanted to be a writer
1: Wow. Okay. First of all, I used my writing skills in that because when he, uh, one of the, one of the companies was uh, he had written, a, my husband had written a software program. Um, mm-hmm. And so I wrote the manual for that. Um, so that, that's where I use my writing skills there. Um, and when did I want to become a writer? Um, I think when I was a child. Mm-hmm. My, my my sister tells me she remembers that I had written this detective story or something when I was a kid so um yeah I think I always I think I always wanted to be a writer and uh I think
0: yeah okay so um I asked about readers I'm wondering um what's been the reaction from your family to your book
1: um I think um I think very positive. Um, I know two of my grandchildren have read my book. Mm-hmm. Both, obviously, both daughters have. Um, How old are your grandchildren? Uh, the oldest is 21. Oh. And, and uh, he's at yeah, NYU Tisch. He's going oh. into theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. And uh, the other one that, who's read it is um, 16. Mm-hmm. And she's a girl. Um, and uh, um, and so, I've, uh, yeah, they both. I mean, I, you know, they've. I, I've. I haven't heard anything negative from my family. That, let's put it that that's way. That's a good thing. Right. Right. <laughs> that's a good
0: thing. Um, So we're we're going to um, wrap up soon. Um, I want to ask you, Jackie, what's next for you?
1: Well, I've. I am working on another novel. Um, my main character's name is Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she is um, going on forty. She's just almost about to turn forty. She has two small children, and she's expecting a third. She works with her husband. And what she really wants to do is be a poet. and but then um the opportunity to take over another company comes into their lives. And so, It's, it's, uh, everything is going to be put off basically. And what she wants to do is going to be put off but something along those lines.
0: (laughs) That's contemporary fiction. That's completely different, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Although I do think that, I know that the, somewhat, some stories from the Holocaust will come in because, but they're not going to be, they're not Holocaust stories. They're really um, uh, about escaping stories, fleeing stories, that kind of thing, but not, uh, they're, they're different kinds of stories um, about the about about all of that era, but they but they will be in because it's something that I just I can't I won't I won't be able to let let go of I can't let go of it I have to be able to I have to continue with it in some form or another absolutely but differently but yeah differently
0: okay so, so. so last question Jackie is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners
1: um i i don't think
0: so tell um, them where um where they can find you your website or
1: oh okay my website is um jackieherz.com so that's j-a-c-q-u-i-e hers is h-e-r-z one word.com. dot com mm-hmm. and uh, that's my website and um and uh so and they can reach me through there and uh and i mean, they, they can get my book on Amazon, and uh, uh, in Kindle or paperback. And, um, and yeah, that's it. I, I, yeah. Thank you.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Jackie Hers The book is Circumference of Silence. I also want to thank our executive producer, Pam Stack. People of the Book is a copyrighted presentation of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Please visit us and like our Facebook page, People of the Book. I'm your host, Merrill Aine, the author of The Takeaway Men. The sequel, Shadows We Carry, will be published next April. For more information about my books and writing, visit me at merylain.com. Until next time, please join us on Facebook at Jews Love to Read and Read a Good Book.